This podcast is designed to help those who are just starting out on their journey to financial independence by dispelling the myths behind what it takes to be successful. It's about getting past the hype and getting to the core of what it really means to be an entrepreneur. It's not about money, popularity, recognition, or clout. Because being an entrepreneur isn't always glamorous. It's dirty work. It's not always fun. It can grind you down. And it's not always profitable. But it's empowering. We'll build your mindset, define your plan, shape your perspective, and grow your vision while grounding your expectations so your success is built on a solid foundation that can withstand the pressures of building something for yourself. If you really want to know what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur, and this message resonates with you, then entrepreneurs, we should talk. I want to own my own business because I don't want to have a boss anymore. The biggest lie that we're sold. I'm Dave Redonias, and now that you're here, we should talk. Let's talk about it, guys. I know that we all think about this. This, this is maybe primarily apart from money. Obviously, I want to make more money. If I own my own business, maybe I can do that. Apart from that, though, the biggest lie that we tell ourselves is, I want to be my own boss. Well, you know, I know that this is this is a lie that's perpetuated by mainstream gurus and the internet and everything, and it's a beautiful idea in theory. However, let's talk about the practicality of it. So you don't like having a boss, right? So you quit your job, you started a business, and you traded the one boss for 50. Congratulations. Welcome to being an entrepreneur. So what I mean by that, every client that you take on is a boss you added to yourself. Every employee that you take on, you added a boss to yourself. Every contract you sign from investors or otherwise are more bosses that you put onto yourself And in those situations, those are bosses that you put on yourself that have everything written as to every opportunity that you have to fail. So now your accountability is on paper. Congratulations. How many bosses is that? But nobody wants to talk about this. And that's the point. So let's talk about it. Every client you take on, you add a boss to yourself. Now, why why do I say this? Well, The reason being is every client you have, you have to be accountable to them. Meaning you have to deliver on the promise of goods, whether it's services or a product, you have to deliver. And guess what? You have to deliver to their expectations. You have to deliver quality control to their expectations. They are the ones that decide whether the service of the product rendered is up to snuff or not. Do you know what that's called? A boss. A boss is simply somebody that you're accountable to. How is how does it never occur to us when we we dream up this grand scheme of being entrepreneurs that I don't want to have a boss, so I'm just going to work for myself. Guys, it even happened to me. I mean, that was one of the first things that I realized and it was a kick to the back of the head. Okay, but every client that you have that you put on, you're accountable for them. That's a boss. If you have 50 or 100 or 200 or 1,000 clients in a year, 
you just added that many bosses to yourself. How about employees? Well, Dave, why did you say that employees, you add an employee, you add a boss? Because you're also accountable accountable to your employees, believe it or not. Sure, you assign projects, expectations, so on and so forth to them. They are accountable to you as far as their daily performance or weekly or monthly or however it is that you run your stats and your metrics. But the moment that you take on an employee, you are also accountable to them. Don't believe me? Well, you got to train them properly. That's one accountability. You got to give them the proper tools to be able to do their job. That's a second accountability. You have to give them the proper resources and connections to be able to do that job. That's another accountability. You have to keep training them, keep them up to date. You have to do taxes. You have to give them benefits. Those are all accountabilities that you take on with an employee. Those are bosses that you take on to yourself. I can remember accountability is a boss. How about investors? Well, that one is the simplest of all, right? Investors or uh, partners that you take on. Those tend to be in writing, or at least they should. If you have a partnership or an investor and it's just on goodwill, I would suggest that you spend a little bit of money. And let me rephrase that. I would suggest that you invest some money into an actual contract. That way there is no opportunity for miscommunication and causing issues and damaging those relationships. But back to the point, investors or partners, you are accountable to as well. So those are bosses in writing. Every way that you won't measure up in writing. That's a freaky wake-up call, isn't it? But it's our reality. So if we traded a boss for dozens of bosses, and we still try and fool ourselves that we don't have a boss. Hmm. Interesting. That is so interesting to me. Okay. Let's take a look at this a little bit deeper. So... If it's a lie that a boss, I'm sorry, that being our own boss means that we don't have any bosses, if that's a lie, then what is the truth? Okay, the truth is what we have is the ability to exercise options. We have control over who our bosses are going to be and what we are accountable for specifically. Let me break that down. If you are an employee at a company, you get told who your boss is. You have no choice over that. You are told what you are accountable for. You have no choice over that. You are told the parameters that you're going to do your job and what resources are that you're going to get. Whether you like them, they're adequate or not, you have no choice. You have no choice over who you serve in that company. That is assigned to you. You have no choice. You see where I'm going with this? Okay. Now, as an entrepreneur, you choose your clients. So you have the option of choosing who you're going to be reporting to, who you're accountable to. You are also responsible and you have the option to choose what you are going to be accountable for, meaning the services or products that you render and the expectations set forth when you made that agreement with that person. What else are you actually uh, able to do as your own boss? Well, if you don't like somebody's personality, 
you have the ability to exercise the option not to work with them. As an employee, when you go into a company and you're offered a job, what is it that you, if you don't like the options that they're giving you, what is your only recourse? Don't take the job. And if you're already there, what's your only recourse? Quit. Because guess what? You go and complain. All you're going to do is make the time worse for yourself because that company set that they're doing things how they do. So we have the ability to exercise control over our options. But if we do choose to work with somebody, they do become our boss because we're accountable to them. Now, we have the ability to exercise the option. So meaning if you already decided that you're going to work with somebody and you've set the expectations of accountability and they don't hold up their end of the accountability, then you can simply say, you know what, Mr. Client? I feel like, you know, we we got on board and we were all together on the same page, but I feel that's kind of diverting and I need some help trying to figure out where we went wrong and how we get back on track. And if that doesn't happen, then you have the ability to exercise your option to cancel that contract. And nobody can fight you on it because you are your own boss in that sense, in the ability to exercise and choose your options of who you are accountable to. So we have the ability to exercise options. As an employee, you do and work with whomever you are told to and report to whomever you're told to and accountable in whatever way you're told to. As a business owner, you decide for yourself who those people are, what those accountabilities are, and you set the limits to them as the amount of time and the responsibility that you have. And you're able to terminate that contract whenever you want. Now, All that stuff being cleared up. Are we our own bosses? No. Every client, customer, employee, and investor is an additional accountability that we take on ourselves. So that does that mean that everything isn't, you know, you know, just smells like roses and as an entrepreneur? Well, no. However, this point doesn't invalidate the power of having your options. It doesn't invalidate the power of choosing whom you work with, for how long you work with, and in what ways you are accountable. That's power. That's control. The ability to exercise your options is the reason that I get up every single morning. It's the reason why I keep working for my own business. It's the reason even when times are tough and money is scarce, because guess what? That happens as well as an entrepreneur. You have financial ups and downs. The only reason that I keep going forward is because if I go back to a company, even though I can make six-figure plus income, if I go back to the tech world, I am not going to have the ability to exercise any options except for I either decline the job or quit. It's a great thing to have options, and that's the point of being an entrepreneur. But we cannot escape accountability. We can't do it, no matter how much we try. There's no way that we're going to escape accountability. Accountability to ourselves, to our business, to our clients, to our future selves to our investors to anything and everything we are still accountable but i'm going to leave you with this last thought accountability is the reason to live and it's the reason to build and it's the reason to move forward embrace it see you on the next one